the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. I have a scripture for you. It's found in Luke, the 11th chapter. And so I say to you, you must keep on asking, and it will be given to you. You must keep on seeking, and you will find. You must keep on knocking, and it will be open to you. For everyone asking receives and the one seeking will find. And to the one knocking, it will be opened. Now which father of you, if the son will ask for bread, he will not give him a stone, will he? Or even a fish, he will not instead will not give him a stone. Or even a fish, he will not instead of a fish give him a snake, will he? Or even if he might ask for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? If then you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father from heaven Give the Holy Spirit to the ones asking him. Pentecost is coming. This Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. Fifty days after first fruits, where two loaves of bread, one for Jews and one for Gentiles, will be be lifted up before God. The harvest is on. And I look at the field, and it truly is ready for harvest. I sat last night in a prayer group, and there were there was a millennial there. And I listened to this millennial describe the absolute confusion of their marriage. The confusion and the total lack of understanding regarding the institution of marriage. We live in a culture of institutionalism. Institution simply meaning a group of people organize themselves together and they accept certain understandings. And based on those understandings, they live in peace one with another. There are primary institutions in our land. One is, and the most basic, is family. 
family is being destroyed in our culture today. The fundamental institutional understandings of family have been cast aside. Simple things like when a couple would marry years ago, it meant they would live together. It meant they would sleep in the same bed. Today, many millennials, if they find any kind of discomfort with the person they're living with or married to, they simply bail and go do what's comfortable for them. So if one likes it warm and one likes it cold, they don't sleep in the same bed. Instead, they separate so they can be comfortable. That's against the American institution of marriage. Now, you can argue with me, and and I understand there are many ways and styles of marriages, but I'm speaking about the institutional understanding of marriage. Leave it to Beaver. The early 50s, 40s understanding of of what marriage was where, where two people struggled together to find the financial resources to buy a house and to get a car and to to find work. Today, those institutional understandings have been cast out and there's nothing to replace them except anarchy. There's no deep spiritual hunger. There's no clarity about who Jesus is. In fact, recent poll, 43% of millennials don't even believe there is a God, and they don't care. They're busy living their lives, however they want to live them. Our culture is going through a radical transformation where it's gender fluid. We don't even know what our genders are in America anymore. We have cast off the understanding of a man and a woman. This is not new. A man and a woman have been the human understanding for 6,000 years. But in our generation, suddenly there are 15 or so genders. It's no longer a male and a female. A, A person got kicked out of the Canadian Army because he dared to say, that a man could not have a baby. I'm just stunned by what I see happening, and and then even more stunning to me is the lack in our culture of any kind of spirit of prayer. At a time when we are watching our culture collapse and disintegrate at a time when we see tyranny coming in and ruling the day. When we see tyrannical, wicked men and women take charge of the levers of government and institute dishonesty. How many Americans will believe at the next election that it can be fair? I suspect very few. I 
personally totally doubt the integrity of our American election system. I mean, it started back with with John F. Kennedy, who in Chicago, they cheated and they stole the election for Kennedy. There's been rumors of this and people have talked about it, but now it's right in our face in Arizona and Michigan and California. I'm just today very burdened with a spirit of prayer. I've been I've been crying out before God. I've been weeping before the Lord for America, for the millennials. So I come to pray today, and I'm asking God to give to us a spirit of prayer that we would cry aloud. Do you have any of the same concerns that I'm expressing? Are you concerned about the vaccinations? Have you been vaccinated? You feel all right about it? You feel safe? So where do you stand today with the Lord? We're going to take this entire hour and we're just going to pray. Call 877-534-0780 if you would like to pray online with me live for Washington, D.C., for our capital, for our president. If you're concerned about America, if you're concerned about the Christians who are being murdered in Nigeria by the hundreds, Christians are being murdered in different parts of the, of the world. I believe it's coming to America too. If you want to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters, if you want to pray for the millennials, if you want to pray for for America, for the church, then call right now, 877-534-0780. All of our phone lines are wide open. If you have trouble getting through please go to the YouTube stream, nationalprayerchapel.com, YouTube, National Prayer Chapel, and let us know on the chat if you're not able to get through, and we'll try to figure out what's going on. 877-534-0780. Let's pray. Lord, I just come today with my heart so so broken for our millennials, for the young adults of our day who are wandering like sheep without a shepherd, without direction, financially struggling, most of them, getting married and wanting to have children but then getting lost in alcohol, smoking pot. No guidelines for holy living, 
for righteous living. Lord, one person said to me last night, I want to be friendly and welcoming and loving to every person I meet, but they soon will be very upset and angry with me when they discover that I'm a straight arrow, that I don't play games with Jesus. I just want what the scriptures teach. My heart lifted, and I was encouraged by that testimony, for, Lord, I'm in the same place. I don't need to win the approval of any man. I just want I want your Holy Spirit and Pentecost to come in mighty power. And I want to see a change in America before this nation is given over to utter destruction. Lord, I see America will be burned. It will be flooded. It will be drought-ridden. It will be every kind of of curse and judgment will come upon us if there is not a dramatic change in direction. So, Lord, we need a spirit of prayer today. I'm asking, would you please, would you please send us a spirit of prayer, the Holy Spirit, the Pentecost Spirit, where we could cry out and be sincere and not be phony, not be false, not be institutional, but, Lord God, be controlled by your Holy Spirit. Lord, I don't like the institutional church. I've been a part of it for too many years. But, Lord, without the institution, there seems to be no unity, no guidance, no no love for you, Jesus. At least the institution preserves a little bit of of biblical knowledge, even though most are defeated. But Lord, I'm asking for a vibrant, alive church that is a body, not an institution, not a culture. Lord, please, would you come and minister to our hearts today? My heart aches for the church today. My heart aches for the millennial generation. Lord, it's already too late for most in my generation. They've already sold out to lust and money and power and prestige. But Lord, these millennials, they're struggling. They're such anarchy and confusion on every hand in their lives. But Lord, I believe their hearts are open to a straight word. They've given up on you, God, and they've given up on the church, many of them. They've turned instead to, to the Wiccans. They've turned to, to Buddha. Lord, one one couple... On their home, they have pagan gods made of wood. That's their decoration. They have a a fat Buddha. They believe in karma. Lord, they don't have any understanding of, of what it means to be a Christian. Lord, We haven't gotten the job done. 
Your church has become lukewarm and cold, filled with entertainment and darkness, and the pagans scorn us in America. And the millennial generation scorns the church in America. Lord, please, I'm asking, would you have mercy upon America? Thank you, Jesus. You can call 877-534-0780. I'll give you that number again. Jot it down and please join me and cry out to the Lord. He will hear our prayers. He will answer us. 877-534-0780. Zero seven eight zero. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Are the lines all open? Okay. Have I shocked you by what I've prayed and what I've said? I don't mean to. It's just that I can't pretend anymore. I won't pretend. We're in trouble. And the only answer is a a revival of holiness, a revival of morality, a revival of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can be satisfied in the institutional church, but it's dying. Are you going to die with it? Or do you want something more? I want something more. I'm not going to be satisfied. You have to have Pentecost. You have to have the breaking out of the Holy Spirit. Call 877 Five three four zero seven eight zero. I had to take my car in yesterday. The brakes had locked up on it. They were smoking. A friend took me. In fact, I'll tell you who it was. Our our dear brother Ed Pugh. He drove from Springfield, picked me up at the car repair shop yesterday and then took me to get my car this morning. My car's old and I could well pray for a new car. I need a new car very much. It has almost 200,000 miles and it's dying. But you know what? I can't pray for a new car. I've tried and it's The Holy Spirit doesn't answer. I know why. He knows what I need before I ask. He can provide a new car very quickly. The issue is not what I need in in terms of a new car. It's not even in, in terms of what I need to pay for the radio bill this month. He'll take care of that. He'll move and open the hearts of people to give. What's on his heart 
is the deadness and the emptiness and the falseness of his people and of the church. What's on his heart? Or what's happening with the, the millennial generation and what's happening with, with our children? The utter confusion of genders. I've always liked the logos. I've given many gifts to children. They like to play with them. And then I notice today they're coming out with a transgender logo set. Broke my heart. These corporations are are giving way to a minority. And and alienating those of us who call ourselves Christians. No, the Lord's concern is for the salvation of men and women. What I need, the tools I need. A car is a tool. It gets me from point A to point B so I can testify and witness about Jesus. It's not about a car. This radio broadcast is simply a tool in the hand of God to reach the lost. He'll move in the hearts of people to to cover that cost. I know he always has. He always will. He told me he would. Now, what's on God's heart? On God's heart is the repentance of the church. The holiness and the righteousness of his people. That they get ready because Jesus is coming again. Oh Lord, I just, I can't say it, I have to pray it. You are the Almighty, you are the El Shaddai. You are the provider of everything. Life is held in your hands. My life is in your hands, Jesus, and the life of every person listening right now. It's in your hands. Your church is in your hands. And I come asking at this time of Pentecost, I come asking for the harvest. For surely it is rotting on the vine. For surely it's being lost because the church is full of cuteness and and entertainment and false teaching about the sinning Christian. Lies. Jude is very clear about that. Peter is very clear about it. The Apostle John, 1 John, the third chapter, was very clear about it. Lord, Paul in Romans 6 was very clear. Lord, there's no excuse for this wicked teaching that you can't ever leave your sin. Lord, your church has had false pastors come in. You predicted in your Sermon on the Mount, you said false teachers will come. Lord, I'm asking for a change. 
I'm asking that this tool of a radio broadcast would be sent across America. I'm asking that these YouTube videos would be would be sent out over America and that people would hear and respond and become concerned and become passionate and that you would pour out a spirit of prayer upon your people. Lord, we are so dead. We're so busy with all of our foolishness. Everybody has to make more and more money. Everybody has to survive. Lord, we're not going to survive. We're going to die in our sin if there is not a revival. Lord, I'm tired of soft-spoken, effeminate men who are pleasers, who are afraid to say it like it is. I thank you for those men and women who will stand up and be very blunt and very kind and very loving, but very straight and say, look, we're in danger. Jesus is coming again and we're not ready and we're going to be swept away, and we're going to be cast into the fire if there is not a great revival of godliness in our land. Lord, this message has to go out. Please, Lord. Please, Lord, I'm asking for a spirit of prayer. I'm asking for a passionate crying out to you for the millennials. Who are the hardest hit by this wickedness? Who are being deceived? Who are struggling just to find a sense of reality? Who have such a strong sense of entitlement? Lord, would you send forth your gospel? We've made so many mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. Is it any wonder that we've not received the fullness of Pentecost in our age? Lord, in the early years of the 1900s, you poured out your spirit on Catherine Kuhlman and on others. But many of them misused it and abused it and grieved you and you withdrew and now lord it's been it's been many years since we've seen any real revival in america oh there have been some small local manifestations like what happened in pensacola florida but lord it didn't transform the community it wasn't like the welsh revival It wasn't like the Jonathan Edwards, the third great awakening hasn't happened, Lord. The church is not even ready to begin to receive it. And yet I've never in my life seen the church at such a low state as it is in right now. Such wickedness on every hand. Pleasant, effeminate preachers. 
pleasing the people and tickling their ears, telling them what they want to hear, giving them Joel Osteen smiles. Lord. Lord. My heart is so grieved. My spirit is so broken. Lord, we have teachers today who who lecture, but not who cry out. Not who cry out against the sin and the wickedness of our age. Mighty God, would you come with power? Please, Lord. Right now, I'm asking and believing for a spirit of prayer to be poured out over men and women who are listening to this broadcast. Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. Do you have any of the same concerns that I have? Is your heart stirred as mine is? Will you cast off the devil's hand that would stifle your prayers? And will you cry aloud to the Lord? Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. We'll put on the one that's new. Welcome, please pray. Lord, we come before you humbly today through the precious blood of the Lamb, through a new and living way, dear God, because of the blood that you spilled out and poured out on Calvary. And, Lord, we thank you for Calvary today. We thank you, Lord, for this day. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. We shall rejoice and be glad in it, even in the face of all the adversity and all the circumstances and all the uh, lying uh, whisperings of the devil himself telling us, Uh, It can't be done. Uh, Revival will not happen. You may as well give up. Uh, Your prayers are not going anywhere. All the uh, deceptive lies of the devil himself, God. We thank you today in the midst of it. We praise you and we thank you by faith, Lord. Yes. Even as the children of Israel complained to Moses as he uh, lifted up the rod to split the Red Sea, God. But when they got on the other side, they began to praise and dance and thank you, Lord. But, Lord, you said if they would have praised you, even in the midst of the storm, you would have shown up for them in their own hearts, God. And, Lord, we're asking for you today to show up in the church once again. I agree. I said, if you said, if any two of you shall agree is touching any one thing, it shall be done Yes. Of our Father, which is in heaven. And I agree with Pastor Ray today, God, for that spirit of prayer, that spirit of supplication, that spirit of intercession, that spirit of cries, that spirit of crying. 
would come upon the church once again, God, and uh, the social club atmosphere would disperse, Lord, and yes. we would all begin to fall on our faces before you, a holy and a mighty God. And, Father, we ask you, Lord, to move upon men and women in this day and this hour, God, that you would raise up preachers of righteousness, raise up prophets that say, thus saith the Lord, that could speak into the ears of those that are in authority today, God, that in the days of Elijah, in the days of Moses, when they spoke, uh, their words did not fall to the ground, but their words accomplished that which you have ordained for that word to accomplish, Lord. Elijah went into Ahab and said, three and a half years, he said, rain shall not fall on this land till I say it will again. God, raise up a man or a woman in this hour that could say uh, such a word to someone in power, God, and watch it come to pass. uh, And they would have no other uh, alternative but to say, God must be with this person. And Lord, may you be with the church today. And Lord, we lift up uh, all our persecuted brethren all around the world today, God, in Asia and Africa and North America, South America, Central America, God, uh, in Africa, in uh, Europe, Lord, all those that are suffering for the gospel's sake, Lord, and especially yes. in the nations, Lord, where the persecution is so rampant, Lord, that uh, our little American minds can't even imagine what they're going through, God, in uh, Pakistan and North Korea and China, Lord, and Nigeria, and God, as uh, our brethren are suffering, Lord, suffering under demonic uh, uh, powers of influence, Lord, and uh, destructive demons of hell, God, that would come in and just rip up people and and just just, uh, gun them down, Lord, at, at an instant. Father God, we ask for your protecting angels to come in and uh, be the uh, separator of wicked uh, from good, Lord, that uh, your uh, angels, Lord, would uh, even as that angel God that uh, went into the Syrian camp and destroyed 185,000 because uh, they were coming against the people of God. We're asking you, Lord, to send an angel of deliverance uh, to our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, God. If uh, the government won't respond, send an angel, Lord, and cause fear to come upon uh, the radical Islam groups, Lord, Boko Haram, and anyone else, God, that uh, the Fulani herdsmen and all those, God, that want to destroy the Christian people, God, just come in and, and, Lord, just intercede on their behalf today, Lord. God, we can't go over there physically. We could physically go over and... We would want to protect them, God, but we have no way of getting there in time. Lives are at stake, Lord, and we just ask you, Lord, to move mightily in the midst of mightily on their behalf, God. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their souls, the blood of Jesus Christ over their families, their possessions, God, their houses. We plead the blood. We plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, God, for their protection today, God. Yes. And, Father God, we lift up the nation of Israel to you right now. You said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. And, God, I pray for this wicked anti-Semitic spirit that's even in the church in some places. My God, Lord, have mercy. May we repent. Lord, may we love the Jewish people. If it wasn't for the Jewish people, we would not have a Messiah. 
If it wasn't for the Jewish people, we wouldn't have the Ten Commandments. If it wasn't for the Jewish people, we wouldn't have a Bible. If it wasn't for the Jewish people, half this world would have been destroyed by now because of the influence, God, of goodness and of right that the Jewish people have brought into the world through uh, your uh, visitation, God. And, Lord, we just ask for your protecting hand upon all the Jewish and the Arabs and all the people of the other nations that are in Israel, God, uh, Lord, that have been uh, uh, killed, Lord, those that have suffered because of these rocket attacks from the wicked Hamas, God, and let the, their leaders, Lord, be uh, brought down. God, let it replace them and let another take up their bishopric. Uh, let another come in someone that has some humanity about themselves, Lord, and begin to work with Israel to bring peace. We thank you, Lord, for the peace that has come so far. But, Lord, we know it's a very fragile peace at any given moment. Uh, those demons could just go off uh, out of their minds and just set off rockets even during the ceasefire. We ask you, Lord, to put the enemy to confusion, even as the, in the days of Gideon, God, you sent forth uh, confusion into the enemy's camp. We sent forth confusion into the enemy's camp. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Amen. We give you praise and thanks for today, God. Lord, and we ask you, Father God, to move upon the leaders of this nation, Lord, somehow, some way, grip their hearts, God. And if anybody stands up against Israel, let them fall in any way you choose, God. Take them out of office, God any way you choose, uh, by your uh, mighty power, Lord, even as uh, you began to be upset with the people of Israel and you told Moses, I'll wipe them all out. But Moses stood and interceded for all the people, God. And uh, uh, we ask you, Lord, to, if there's not one to intercede, if they would not repent for you to remove them out of office, just get them out, Lord, and let someone that loves this nation and loves the nation of Israel, God, and loves the people of God, would be put in office, Lord. And there would be a, a rejoicing, God, in this nation because yes. uh, someone who is righteous has come into authority, has come into the position and the place of office, Lord, yes. that we need them to be. And God, we give you thanks and praise for today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. God bless you. Amen. Bless you, Pastor Ray. Thank you. Be in touch. God bless. All right. We have another caller. Yes, please pray. Okay. Lord, have mercy on our country. Even our churches have turned away from you, and most are asleep in their sins. Please bring an awakening that leads to genuine repentance. Yes. Wake up. Wake up the churches and lead us to seek you with our whole heart. Give us the spirit of prayer. Yes. That we will be broken over the loss. Not only for their salvation, but for your glory, because you have been rejected by them. And I pray for the people that, that I know that we know and the people that we talk with please have mercy on them but if it's necessary I pray for judgment in order that they would be saved and I pray that for our nation 
the youth brings judgment if it's necessary. And I've been thinking of the revelation that you gave to uh, David Wilkerson that there would be a third great awakening as a result of a virus. And now it seems like we are at that point. And I pray that you bring revival now. Yes. You bring that awakening. Please break the idol of our nation and break the enemy stronghold. Yes. Pour out your spirit and bring conviction of sin. Please. Please prepare your people at this time that we will be empowered by your spirit to reach the last. I pray that we would reach other nations with the gospel. And right now our, our churches lack power. We lack passion to serve you. Please wake up our churches. Give us that spirit of prayer. And I pray for the other uh, nations. I, I think of persecuted Christians in some places like um, North Korea and Nigeria. And they've suffered so much. I pray that, that you would comfort them, the ones that are suffering the most. And also give them boldness, not to be afraid to say that they are Christians. Some are just being silent because they're afraid of the persecution. And I pray that you would um, that you would give them boldness. And thank you for those who are bold and that are even sharing the gospel, that are preaching the gospel openly. And I pray that you would guide them <laughs> by, your spirit, by your spirit. Yes. And give them power. Of course, I, I pray for their government, <clears throat> for the persecutors, to uh, turn to you. I, I pray for <clears throat> our nation once again, for our uh, leaders. I pray for Biden and Harris. Please uh, lead them. Lead them to know you and, and that they would guide our country according to your word. Please bring revival in all areas of our country. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you today, Kayla. God bless you. Do we have another caller, Mr. Producer? Good. Please put them on. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, we just come to pray today, Lord, and we're in such a a desperate place and where we need revival. Uh, We need true Pentecost in America, Lord, and I know you're not going to send it. Lord, you're going to do it in response to those who have awakened and have cried out, who've been importunate before you. Yes. Who've just said, Lord, I've got to have it or else, Lord. And they wouldn't stop crying out, Lord. I I was thinking about the two old ladies in the Hebrides revival. Both of them half blind, both in their 80s. And Lord, you use them as intercessors. Lord, you need intercessors for this revival, Lord, that I 
I'm asking, Lord, that you would put your cry in our hearts. Yes. Lord, for the desperate plot of America, Lord, even if we just look at the people we love, Lord, there's someone precious to me who committed suicide, and the whole family's now been being destroyed by Satan one at a time. And, Lord, I, it's time that we take the fight up, Lord. Yes. And not let Satan destroy America. So, Lord, I know, <clears throat> I know you've called us to this battle. So, Lord, I'm asking that you would remove everything from our hearts that would break a spirit of prayer, Lord self-concern, a love of comfort. Lord, I, I'm asking that you would deal with anything in our hearts that would block your Holy Spirit from coming. A yes. people-pleasing personality, Lord. Lord, all these things have to die out, Lord. Yes. And they're not necessarily uh, all sin, so... <clears throat> but, Lord, I... I see our nation sinking at such a, a fast pace that I just, I mean, I can't even look at the news on the Internet anymore. It's just it's so disturbing. It's so demonic. So, Lord, I, I'm asking that you would raise up warriors, men and women, boys and girls, will say, yes, I'll take up the fight at your call, Jesus, but you have to equip me and teach me. So, Lord, I, I'm asking, Lord, that you'd have mercy on America, Lord. I, you have had mercy on America, Lord, but the cry has been just blocked out, Lord, because of all of our selfishness and all of our wicked ways, Lord. Lord, I'm asking, I'm asking for anyone who will take up that covenant with you to do whatever you ask them to do. Yes. To pray for revival, Lord, to lay down their lives, their money, time, whatever it is that you ask for. So, Lord, Lord, I, I mean, I feel it now, even as I'm praying, Lord, that this is something that's not. I need a whole additional layer of intensity, Lord, than what I currently have. I, but, Lord, I, I don't know where to get it. So I'm asking that you would change that in me and that you would change that in each of us as we cry out, Lord. Lord, I don't want to see all these precious people just get washed away into hell. And the whole thing with the millennials, Lord, that's just a testimony of our lukewarmness to them, that they would have no interest in Jesus. So because we've been such poor witnesses, Lord, Lord, my heart's broken over that. I, but they didn't want, they didn't want an institutional church because it was dead. Yes. Lord, I understand that. I, I haven't either. 
But then what does it say about us, Lord? So, Lord, I Lord, I just trust you today, and I'm asking that you would move in our hearts. Some of us need to fast, and we're not fasting. Lord, you know whatever the the things that need to be adjusted, Lord, would you adjust them? Yes. Lord, Lord, and prepare us to quickly enter into this fight, because it's going to be a bloody fight, Lord. But Lord, you're the victor, and we know that. So, Lord, I don't want America, America to go down without a fight in the spirit, Lord. So I'm asking whether you would have your way. Mighty King, the battle does belong to the Lord. So, Lord, I trust you. And I'm asking that you call your soldiers together, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. We have a a moment for at least one more prayer. Are there any more people calling? Okay, our line is wide open if you want to pray. There's time. We have five minutes until the broadcast ends. Will you take that time to pray? 877-534-0780. Oh, Lord. You've heard our prayers today. You've heard our hearts. And you know that there is an absence of the spirit of prayer upon this city. Lord, would you send forth your Holy Spirit upon this city and upon this nation that a spirit of prayer would rise up in our hearts and that we'd begin to cry out to you, Jesus. Would you rescue us, Jesus, by your grace and by your power, in your love and mercy and compassion? Lord, would you rescue America? Would you rescue your church? Would you send forth the Holy Spirit for prayer and supplication and conviction? Would you cause such a dissatisfaction with what's happening and such a hunger in our hearts that we'd stop playing with the devil's tools and toys, that we'd turn aside from the wickedness of our age and we'd seek your face and cry aloud to you? Lord, I ask for your mercy today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, today has been a day of prayer. I plead, keep praying. Pray for a spirit of prayer to come upon America and in the churches. I'd like to hear from you. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, 
Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. It's the National Prayer Chapel. Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You can also go live on our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You can give online. I'm knowing that Jesus will answer our prayers. I'm knowing that Jesus will provide what we need. I'm trusting him to move in your heart. That you will sacrifice for the work of the gospel. That you will give. Almighty God, in the last moments of this radio broadcast, I just come pleading your mercy and your grace and your power. I come pleading the blood of Jesus Christ over my brothers and my sisters. I plead the blood of Jesus over the church. I plead that the church could be washed and made clean. Lord, I praise you for everyone who today is standing faithfully, walking clean before you. Would you fill them with Pentecost power and boldness and the spirit of prayer? In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. I'll talk to you soon. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, with great joy. To the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ, If you're like me,